Faded. Zoom. Woke. Coyote. Cancel culture. Non-binary. Bubble. COVID idiot. Digital blackface. Long hauler. Words change. They mutate. Morph. Change tense. Change meaning and new words are created. Old words fall out of usage. Expressions that everyone is using this week may very well fall out of favor in a month. And a paragraph that made perfect sense five years ago might sound really strange now. Journey Writers presents Word of the Month. Original poetry, prose, essays and commentaries written by Journey Writers members exploring our ever-changing language. The word of the month for this month is turkey. Turkey Day at the Red Roost. On most days, Patience Parker, head chef at the Red Roost, ran her kitchen kingdom with quiet efficiency. But this situation had plucked her last nerve. She was near to having a full-blown panic attack because tomorrow was going to be the first in-person Thanksgiving dinner since the pandemic, or pandemic, as she called it. Okay, people, said Patience, it's November 23rd. Folks are expecting dinner tomorrow with all the trimmings. Well, we've got the trimmings, but where the hell are the turkeys? I ordered them weeks ago. What's the holdup, Flo? Flo, the sous chef, wiping nervous sweat from her forehead, stepped forward to say, I've been texting back and forth with Keith. He, he says there's a supply chain issue and a shortage of turkeys, and he won't guarantee that they'll get here today. Patience slammed a roasting pan on the counter and swore a blue streak long enough and loud enough to send Flo scurrying back to hide behind Dennis, the 300-pound line cook, who was mixing oysters into the cornbread stuffing. Hmm, got no idea why her parents named her Patience, cause she show ain't got none, muttered Dennis to Flo, as Flo clung to his apron strings. Patience snatched her phone from her chef's jacket, turned her back on the team, and made a call. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I was afraid of that, she snapped. The staff cast nervous glances at each other as they waited for the news. It was bad. We're sold out. 250 people are expecting a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, said Patience. Now what are we going to do? Got any bright ideas? Come on, people. Let's talk turkey. We've got a crisis on our hands. A deep silence settled over the kitchen. It dripped down the walls and over the counters like the rich dark gravy they had planned to make from the turkey pan drippings. Patience banged her fist on the counter and began to pace around the kitchen, scowling at her staff, who stood stock still, not daring to make a move or a sound. On her third trip around the prep island, she stopped and yelled, Duck! Every staff member from the pastry cook to the dishwasher crouched to the floor in fear, expecting their boss to send pots, pans, silverware, and dishes whizzing over their heads to crash into the walls behind them. Instead, Patience drew herself to her full height and bulk and yelled, No, you turkeys! Duck! Duck! We'll serve duck instead! The freezer's full of them! We were saving them for Chinese New Year's! 
Her belly shook with laughter, and relief washed over the staff, taking the heavy silence with it. They stood up and got to work. Turkey Day at the Red Roost was saved. This is Beth Gibbs for Journey Riders Word of the Month. Thoughts on turkeys. For starters, turkeys are tasty. I will give them that. And flexible. Seems like every person in these United States just about has their own recipe for the perfect turkey. Baked at low temperature, baked at high temperature, upside down, right side up, deep fried, which I do not understand. Basted with butter, basted without, and that goes double for stuffing recipes, don't you think? Not to mention the opinion, and there are many, on whether stuffing should be in the bird, or out of the bird, or both. And maybe have one on the side for vegetarians crazy enough to come to a Thanksgiving dinner. But what some people may not know is that turkeys of the wild variety are tricky, disposition-wise. You live near a wild turkey, you take your chances. They consider themselves noble and above your pay grade. You want to get in your car? Ha! You best be certain there are no turkeys on the horizon. My brother, he had a turkey in his neighborhood who took a shining to the family car and wouldn't let anybody near it, even slept beside it on occasion. The only thing that got that turkey moving was an air horn, but... That usually woke up the neighbors, so you see the situation there. Eventually, my brother and his family moved, and that solved the problem. Myself, I have made it my business to steer clear of the wild variety, but this still leaves me with two important questions about turkeys in general. So first off, how did they end up being the star attraction on our national Thanksgiving Day table? Second, How did they also end up on the list of what you can call a person when you want to be nasty and get away with it? To my mind, this is a contradiction. Now, why would you want to eat something, no matter how tasty, when the very mention of its name, thrown at a person, means that that person lacks the sense that God gave a goat? As, for instance, someone who double parks when there's a spot four feet away. Someone who does not tip, (gasps) or someone who smokes in public, or, in my opinion, the worst of all, someone who litters. Actually, I think turkey is too nice a word for someone who litters. And while we are on the subject, I think people who litter ought to have some kind of punishment. But honestly, I can't think of anything that would teach them a lesson. I could say, why don't you pick up that wrapper you just threw on the ground and put it in your mouth? Which is what Sister Mary Margaret did to Tommy Boisford in fourth grade, but that was on account of she caught him chewing gum, which is a whole different thing. But say you tried that with a stranger. You're just apt to rile them in such a way as to make that person litter even more, and you might get clobbered in the bargain. So there's that to consider. I have noticed that people who we call turkeys have one thing in common. 
They are responsible for their own bad behavior. They know the exact right thing to do on account of it being laid out like a yellow brick road right in front of them. However, they choose a different path that is sure to get somebody like me to think ill of them for understandable reasons. Turkeys themselves, the nice ones who live on farms, they do what is expected without complaint. They gobble and they wander the fields and they eat bugs nobody likes and they are patient. They are understanding about their fate from all reports. All in all, I'd say domestic turkeys are and always have been on the up and up. To my mind, calling a person a turkey does a disservice to the bird and is something we should all take a look at. Well, anyway, Lord, that's about all the grace I got in me today. We all look forward to you guiding our future verbiage in this matter, and we thank you most humbly for the turkey that is gracing our table and for this entire Thanksgiving Day feast that we are about to share because of your blessing. Amen. This is Tulis McCall for Journey Writers Word of the Month. We hope you have enjoyed Word of the Month presented by Journey Writers Incorporated. Our organization provides a safe, supportive space for writers and those who want to become writers to share their work and receive constructive feedback. For more information about Journey Writers, our twice-monthly workshops, and how you can participate in the Word of the Month, please visit our website at journeywriters.org. We'd love to hear from you. Word of the Month is made possible through a generous grant from the Betty Knox Foundation. Thank you.